Well, I started talking about the market in the first segment, but then I got a little bit... I want to do the commercial. I wanted to do the attorney commercial. One call, that's a haul. No, it's, um... Well, just a little... little insight into what went down last year and why I got fired and all that fun stuff. Polygamy. I talk about polygamy. I get into details. You guys are starting to learn a little bit more about that mysterious podcast host, Bling Vieira. All right, all my fans tuning in in podcast land, it is 1.51 p.m. market time. The S&P 500 right now is at 4,100 even. It's down 17 points, down 4 tenths percent. Today's open 4,104. <clears throat> Excuse me, today's open 4104.21 with the high today at 4140. We are about 40 point points away from the high. I can't talk. Today's low 4079. We're about 20 points away from that. And previous close 4118.63. This is the Bling Vera podcast. Thanks for much. Thank, I, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. Thanks so much for joining us during this last two hours of uh, regular hours trading it was quite kind of exciting there because when it got to 440 there I was like yeah it's go time and it was go time we dropped pretty quick there it was like 30 points in 15 minutes or so now it's kind of uh, getting its traction again but what a ride that was huh I'm tired I'm irritated and annoyed I get to see these opportunities just pass right on by again. Um, but mainly, mainly, it's the kids outside. They were just they were going at it today. The loud they they're mowing the lawn. Whenever the loud noises, I'm pretty sure gets the kids worked up, and they start make the kids make loud noises. And... <sighs> what a world! What a world! It's Tuesday, August second. 1.53 p.m. market time, the S&P 500 right now is at 41.04, down 14 points, down 3 tenths percent. Are we going to go below the lows at 47.981? I guess time will tell. However, you're talking about a 60-point range today from the low to the high, uh, 41.40 to 40.79. That's, that's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this market right now. It, it. I mean, I wasn't convinced it was going up still, so you saw my tweet. If that's what brought you here, if my tweet brought you here, congratulations on that. Way to go. Way to follow your heart on that one. Um, but yeah, it was it was go time for sure. The indicators were indicating the go time, the drop, and yeah, textbook. But it was, con- it was kind of convincing, I suppose. Yeah, it was kind of convincing. It just looked like it was going to drag on all day. Um, or it could have. I mean, it still could, I guess. But we're we're still about yeah we're still about twenty five points away from the high, so I don't think it's gonna. I don't know if I don't know if it's just gonna let loose. But I got in too early again. Yeah, just the last little tiny bit of money that I had left. I had to, I had to. I had no choice. I had to get in. But we'll see what happens here. Um, it might have a little bit of a bounce for a second, but I think it's just going to sink here. And that's what I always think, so no surprise there, right? 
I'm doing a screen recording here. Well, you know, I was thinking about doing a commercial for an attorney, a local attorney here, local divorce lawyer. Um, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. We'll see what happens here today in this episode. It's 1.58 p.m. market time. It's P500 right now. It's at 41.05, down 13 points, down 3 tenths percent. Still, the low remains 4079.81. Wing Bear Podcast. Well, I know I've been talking about polygamy and my experience with it. Um, let's see here. How do I how do I word this one? I have a friend. It's a, it's not me. It wasn't me. No, it's not me. It's a friend. Someone I know. I heard about someone that had this experience. My friend told me. Well, I talked about polygamy, like, undermining you financially, right? Um, polygamists, if you disobey, if you um, are not obedient and you're critical of the group or you're trying to disaffect yourself from the group, whatever the case, it you, you'll be shunned and you'll be, like, ostracized and you'll be um, undermined financially, pretty much. And that's what they'll try and do. That's the tactics that they'll use. So there's a divorce lawyer, a divorce attorney, who he, he's not very good. But then again, I don't think you can be very good if you're just making shit up and lying about stuff. Like, of course, you're going to look like an ass if you make up fake charges against somebody and then drag your client into court while you're trying to lie. Like, it's a recipe for disaster. And yeah, well, I guess shit. Let's, yeah, I'll go ahead and do it. I'll do it in the second segment. I'll do it in the second. I'll, I'll build up to it, lead into it. But um, yeah, I always talk about it saying, well, I did get fired last year from a job. And the same attorney, the same lawyer, one way ticket straight to hell, like all of them. Um, and this is proof. This is total proof. So his client was a polygamist, right? And she was a little... Three sheets gone, right? And he was taking advantage of this woman. Um, just because of probably the past trauma that she's been through. But she was a full-blown polygamist, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that is true. His client is a polygamist, and he is a polygamist defender, sympathizer, or tool. He's a polygamous tool. Polygamous pawn. I mean, some of them, man, uh, if any of you have heard of Washaki, I think that's what it's called, right? Washaki? I mean, they ripped off, defrauded the government and just tons of money. Um, like, Why me? Why me? This is going to be a good episode. I can feel it. So what was Washaki? Dang it. Hang on. Let me look this up now. Yeah, it's Washaki. It's Washaki. And this happened in 2020. So this is the Salt Lake City Tribune. I can read. I can just read it real quick. They deal in fraud. Lawyer blames ex-CEO and Utah polygamist sect for Washaki biofuel scheme. Okay, so they deal in fraud, Mark Garrigo said during his opening statement in the Salt 
In Salt Lake City's federal court, fraud is game one. That is all they do for generations. Garagos is representing Lev Derman, the only defendant remaining in the Washaki case. While Derman did not put his name or his company's names on any of the fraudulent biofuel applications to the U.S. government, federal prosecutor Leslie Gomet countered the illegal scheme accelerated when he met Kingston in 2012, jumping from 42 million in false claims to 1.1 billion. So a billion dollar scheme, fraud. Um, it's, they're pretty good at it, right? That's what Garrico said. They deal in fraud. Fraud is game one. That is all they do for generations. So that being said, um, attorneys, this this attorney who yeah I'll, I'll, don't worry we'll get to it in the second segment don't worry um, he's representing basically a fraudulent case and it sucks because I got fired from it because of it and just uh, similar some other bullshit uh, how many months prior was it like six I think it's pretty much six months yeah six months exactly to the day where the same attorney representing the polygamist here the, the woman who's just not all there um, yeah man it, so we're basically arguing about like belongings and like my belongings in this garage, right? We're arguing about it. We're trying to figure out like a way to get my belongings. And it's so, it's so upside down. Um, it should have been like, I don't know, man. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't, but well, whatever. Oh, okay, so like, yeah, he was trying to claim, this is me again. This is my case that I'm in, not the Garagos one. This is a whole separate one with Polygamist. And the attorney, I was thinking, yeah, just do a commercial, but eh. don't worry, I'll get to it in the second segment. I will. I just have to wait a second. But um, yeah, they're just trying to say like I'm trying to extort his client, and I, I don't know all this shit, man. It was it was nuts. I'm just trying to get what's mine and what's fair, and kind of tell the truth. Um, I get so what happens okay yeah second segment here we go what happens is I get suckered into signing this thing that I man I signed it next to a gas station well in the gas station parking lot next to the freaking car wash and I'm in my short my gym shorts and stuff and this polygamous woman and her friend are like coaxing me into this deal where like my belongings are not really mine and I don't know man I don't know how I yeah I guess I just signed it because I was nice I was like well okay I guess yeah whatever I'll just be nice and but I didn't think it would turn into what it turned into like this whole like court case and um it was basically just a like get my belongings out of the garage pretty much and I just thought, okay, yeah, I'll come by when I come by and get my stuff. 
um, and she had them locked in the garage. So I signed this thing and the next thing I know, it's like I have to give her 48 hours notice and I have to notify her attorney and my attorney has to call. I was like, all right, well, we'll try it out. So I think I was trying to get some Mogami gold XLR cables, right? Um, I was trying to record. And I was trying to record some music, trying to get into it and trying to make some money, geez. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't get my cables. And the, the back and forth, like this is when I think I really like, discovered. I mean, I don't know, everyone kind of knows, but like when I really discovered uh, <laughs> lawyers are no, no good, they're no good. And what happened is I emailed my lawyer to get the, just some cables, some XLR cables, and I think I needed a USB cable. And then she emailed her lawyer, the polygamist, upside down, nutty woman's lawyer. And he emails her back with like an inventory, like, okay, we need an inventory. What time is he going to pick him up? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'll, I'll pick him up sometime. But like the emails went back and forth for like an entire week, or at least a few days, three or four days, easily. And it must have, I guess each email is like 30 something dollars probably. Dude, these cables, I don't know how many there were, but it's probably like $200 worth of cables at the most, probably. Give or take, just a couple bucks. And when all everything was said and done, I think the emails and the exchanges and the stupid like inventory and bullshit Oh my god, and it must have cost more than the cables did. And I was like, dude, this is dumb. I was like, I'm not, I'm not participating in this anymore. Um, this scheme, this is stupid. And what I thought, I was just going to be able to get my stuff out of the garage, just on at my leisure, pretty much. Uh, I get a text saying, like, my lawyer advised me to change the garage code, and I was like, oh my god. Like, he's trying to get billable hours. Like, this dude's trying to get billable, like, blatantly just trying to, uh, or maybe just sort of frustrating, frustrating me, I don't know. But yeah, it's pretty frustrating, sure. But I caught on pretty quick, like, right there. I was like, okay, this is dumb. And after that, I just always called, call the police and just wait for the police to show up so, so I could try and get my stuff, you know? And the police didn't help at all. <laughs> what the hell? So the police didn't help at all. They'd show up after like three hours of waiting and they'd be like, well, that's a civil matter. We can't, that's ah, a civil matter. We can't, we're cowards and we can't do it. We can't help you. Someone's trying to steal your stuff and keep it in their garage. We can't, that's a civil matter. We're gonna, we, we can't do anything about that. It's like you freaking, Salt Lake City's finest, Salt Lake City Police. It was ridiculous. So Officer Pregman, yeah, Officer Pregman's too much of a coward to help. He even said, uh, I guess later on, he said like I was cop shopping, trying to call up and see when he's working. And when, I was like, dude, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was just trying to call the police to get my stuff. Like how pretentious, like how self-absorbed and stupid. 
for a police officer to even assume that. Like, to call the police for help to get my stuff. And he's like, he's just cop shopping. He's just trying to make, he's just trying to see if I'm working or not. Like, dude, I'd prefer if you're not working, but I don't really care. So if someone can help me get my stuff, that'd be cool. But the police are no help. And it took, like, three or four days to get some mic microphone cables. So, like, I already know that this is no good. <laughs> this is a mess. And this must have been, like, October-ish. So November rolls around, and there's some hearing, and <laughs> he's like... Bling needs to be a man. He needs to be a man and get a job and get a real job. He needs to be a man and get a job. I'm like, this stupid son of a bitch, man. Uh, Rob Peterson, Rob W. Peterson, yeah. Attorney at law. Very, uh, he's very, uh, he's well-versed in the ways of trying to talk forever and convince people just by talking. Um, saying rude stuff like that too like I don't know I don't know man it was wild so he's saying he needs to be a man and he needs to be a real man and get a job and be a real man and so six months later I'm a man you know and I get a, a paid position at a law firm and sure enough sure enough I get fired from that law firm the very next day. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding. <clears throat> it was so messed up, man. Because I, I had met this dude uh, just sort of randomly, and I was like, hey, yeah, well, here's my number. If you need any help with anything, or writing something, or whatever, just call me. I go down to this interview in, like, not even... A tie or anything. I had just like a button-down shirt and I had no idea where my nice clothes were because they're all in the garage. They're all locked up in the garage with Rob Peterson's client, nutty client, a polygamous nutty client. And man, so I land this job. I land this job with just a button-down shirt, no suit or anything. I, I didn't get that dressed up. I think my hair was green prior to this, like prior to the interview, I dyed my hair the day of the interview. I dyed it black because it was green because I had green hair and I got it. I got the job and it was rad. It was cool. And like, um, it seemed like it probably would have been a pretty good fit, but so that was last May. Yeah. And I get called into the office at the end of the day on the basically say it was so humiliating. Um, Cause they're like, hey Bling, you can't work here. Like, why is that? Cause you have a stalking charge against you. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, are you serious? A stalking charge? Like what? Like, okay. Yeah, I just found out about it. Sure, yeah. So <laughs> Rob Peterson and his client, they decide to get a stalking injunction against me for trying to get, calling the police, waiting for the police, please show up, that's a civil matter, drive off. And then I don't have any, I'm not gonna try and get my stuff with 
someone who's acting like that, like uh, just upside down, not making any sense. Locking my stuff in the garage and it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so I'm not gonna try and get it without the police there because they could just make something up. I'd usually try to record video, like re video record everything, but I was not trying to <laughs> do anything like get my stuff unless the police were there. But it was weird because like when the police did show up, it was like, I don't know, they would treat me like a suspect kind of. Like, it was weird, man. It sucked. And looking back on it now, um, yeah, I wish I had a time machine because cause then I, yeah, I could make some better decisions and not be so nice. So just to summarize here in the third segment, we'll take it to the cows come home. But I couldn't get my stuff because this woman was a polygamist locked my things, my belongings, from my house. Yeah, from my house, for three years. I lived there for three years. And she took all of my stuff and put it in the garage and then changes the garage code courtesy of Rob W. Peterson, <laughs> courtesy of his advice to uh, rack up some billable hours and try and get those cables out. Um, so that's what happened. So I'm locked out of my stuff. I'm locked out of my house, too. Of three years. Just like that. Just nothing. Unbelievable, right? It's totally illegal. And I, I kept thinking, nah, they can't get away with this. Like, it's illegal. What they're doing is stupid. And it doesn't make any sense. And it's wrong. And it's criminal. Like, it's just wrong. It's morally wrong. It's ethically wrong. It's just stupid to lock someone out of their house of three years and just expect everything to be hunky-dory. But Rob Peterson kept the ball rolling by locking me out of the garage. And at that point, I was like, okay, so this woman's a polygamist and her family's a polygamist family and still involved in polygamy and, or possibly, or who knows, um, I guess I can't say for sure, but, well, no, I can't say for sure. Um, and now I'm locked out of the garage. It, it was wild, man. And they're getting away with it. Call the police. That's a civil matter. We can't help. It's like, what is going on? So I ditched my attorney. I was like, okay, this is no, she's no help. Um, it's no good. And... That's kind of, there's kind of a, a issue there too with like working on contract and if you don't get paid, then you stop working, right? But it's, it's, that, it's understandable for sure. You don't want to work for free if, it, if it's like difficult work. At the same time though, if someone already kind of gave you all the money they had and then there's still like a balance due, but they don't have anything. They can't even get into their garage. They're locked out of their house. Like, I don't know, I couldn't pay her. I didn't have it. I couldn't. So she stops basically putting any effort in, which, okay, whatever. I, I have mixed feelings about that. Because it's a, it's a person, it's another human being. It's not just a contract job. It's like a, another person's li life and their belongings and everything. So 
I, I was kind of ticked that she just was like yawning the entire time that she could have said something, but man, what a mess though. I wish I could go back in time because I, I would have, it would have been a lot different for sure. So anyway, anyway, so I get fired for being a stalker and man, <clears throat> I was so pissed because like it was, it was humiliating. It was embarrassing and set me behind and have to do stuff over again and do it twice. But I was ticked. I was really ticked. It was so immoral what they had done and like that they were okay with it. Like she was okay with it. He was okay with it. And it's like, dude, you guys just ruined like a possible career here. Like the start of a career in this field, you guys just ruined it. Furthermore, Rob Peterson, just six months prior is like, you need to be a man and get a job. And so I get a job at a law firm and then I get fired because that dipshit, uh, that dipshit and his uh, polygamous client. So that's when I realized like th these are polygamous tactics. Like this is, this is what they do. They'll, they'll like shun you from the group. They'll lock you out or just completely like cut you off. And then they'll say, can you wait like 10 days? I'm, can you just wait 10 more days and they're trying to um, exhaust your finances. They're, they're financially undermining you um, by changing the garage code and the inventory for the microphone cables and just all these little tedious, dumb expenses. It starts to add up. And that's where the financial undermining is like... It's, it's just there. And it's, it can get to extremes. Because you're putting money into a place to live or a hotel room or whatever um, and you're making all these other payments trying to pay your lawyer and trying to do everything it's like you can't do it if you don't have a place to live or if you don't have a career or if you don't have a profession or if you're unemployed yeah it it would be very difficult to try and keep up with all that and they know that the polygamous groups know that that's the whole point can you wait 10 days? Can, it, can you wait 10 days? It's terrible. It's terrible. It's so immoral and so wrong. I don't know how they even like got away with it to the point where it was like filed in a court of law, this fake stalking injunction. It was nuts. And I, I got fired for it. So it's like nobody gets in trouble. No one gets penalized except for me. I need to be a man. I need to be a real man. So I'm ticked when I get fired. And I think I, I don't even think I made it all the way home. Um, no, I did make it home, but I think I just drove to my parents shortly after and just, I just fell asleep. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I remember I was like, hey mom, could you come, come downstairs and like scratch my head and just tell me everything's gonna be okay? It's, that sucked, man. But I fell asleep and it, it was a Friday, I think. Jeez. Um, and I didn't even know, I guess stalking's like a felony. All right, I think so, you're in Utah. Like, I don't, dude, I don't know. I'm not trying, I'm too selfish to spend my time following anybody. So, and they should have known that. They should have known better, but well, 
you'd have to be a pretty smart attorney if, <laughs> to know the rules and know the uh, requirements to meet a stalking injunction, but Rob W. Peterson is a stand-up guy. He's a stand-up, stand-up attorney, very ethical and very moral, very fact-based, especially when it comes to representing polygamous clients, because then, yeah, he becomes the polygamous tool. He becomes the polygamist weapon. Um, and maybe he realizes it, maybe not. I'm pretty sure he knew exactly what was going on, but might be, hey, who knows, who knows, hey, who knows? Speculating on, <clears throat> I guess, religious uh, beliefs here. But, like, f fun time was over. The games were, no more games. So then I file uh, the petition to remove the stalking injunction or whatever the hell. And I'm thinking, okay, I just proved that she's nuts. She's a polygamist. These are polygamist tactics. He's the polygamist weapon, the polygamist tools, using her for money and trying to manipulate her for, I don't know, money, <laughs> pretty much. And, um, man. It, it felt really good to run circles around him, though. She starts crying, and he's just droning on and on about... Dude, I don't even know. Like, uh, I can't let go, and I, I'm, I'm in love still, and I can't... I was like, dude... <laughs> that's not right. That's not true. And I don't know if that's what you're telling her, and, and that's what you're, like, feeding her. Or, I don't. I don't know but that's not right. Um, I think I was probably a little bit more animated than that, than saying it like that, but um, he tries to use that against me and saying like, see, that kind of outburst. And I was like, geez, man, he's like desperate trying to, anything I said, anything I said, he'd try and like twist it around and whatever. I mean, if that's his job, that's his job. But I think there has to be like a reasonable boundary of like, you have to file something that's true. If if you're going to try and file a stalking injunction, that person should be stalking somebody. And if they're not, then you need to go over the requirements for a stalking injunction. And so what, whatever he was saying, like, like, yeah, I couldn't let go. I was, I was in love with her and, like, all this stuff. And I, it's like, dude, like, I'm just trying to get my things out of the garage. I don't know what you two are up to or what you guys are, like, concocting over there, but it's not accurate, and it, it it's really... It's really shameful. I mean, just to stop at nothing for billable hours at the expense of anybody, somebody's life, someone's future, just for billable hours to manipulate someone into believing that someone's stalking them when that person has all their stuff locked in a garage. They can't even get to it. Calling the police, the police don't help. Like, it's messed up, man. It's messed up. The police, the same thing. It's a civil matter, and it's like... It's just really discouraging, you know? To, to make some progress, to get a job, to be, I was a man, my, my rite of passage as a man, I was finally a man. I was finally a man and got a real job, like Rob Peterson. I was working at a law firm, like Rob Peterson, like a real man. 
It sucked, man. It would have sucked. But the fact that, like, he could do that, like, he could say that six months prior, tell me to be a real man, get a job, in a courtroom, like, in front of a judge, like, saying that type of shit. Or I guess it's a, well, whatever. And then I get a job at a law firm, and I get fired because he made some stuff up. Like, him and this polygamous woman just made this nonsense up. And there were a couple times, I thought it would just be, okay, I show up, you know, I'm not stalking anyone, can we go now? I'm just trying to get my things, and police don't help. That's how I thought it would be, but it wasn't like that. It was like just listening to him drone on, getting those billable hours for one, one hour, two hours, just droning on and on. I remember at one point, I was watching the market, I think, or... Um, just something, some sort of um, headline or, or ticker was rolling across uh, one of the screens, notification or something, I don't know. Um, but I remember just getting distracted with that and I was just like, okay, well, that's interesting. That's an interesting headline. I just stopped paying attention because I was like, he's not making sense. He's just trying to make stuff up and see if it sticks. And it's just like out of desperation and also to take up another billable hour, get another hour in there. It's messed up, right? Like, how could anyone do that? Like, really? I mean, unless someone was actually stalking somebody, then whatever, argue against, uh, argue that they're a stalker all day long, but no one's stalking anybody, at least not me, <laughs> not me. Like I said, I'm too selfish and like self-centered I'm not gonna waste my time hiding in the bushes I, I joke around I joke around about being a creep and hiding in the bushes and the branches as a true creep go back and listen to the uh, comedy hour last Saturday and you'll know what I'm talking about but that's all in jest I mean I'm not a, I'm not a creep creep I'm a creep 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 I just wanted my stuff I just wanted my things and so I guess if you're looking for an attorney in Salt Lake City who will stop at nothing to get those billable hours, he'll ruin people's lives and step on anybody who gets in the way, anyone who's trying to make progress in their life, forget it. <laughs> not, not with Rob Peterson representing polygamists. Are you a polygamist in Utah? Has somebody betrayed the fold? Do they need to pay? Have you locked them out of their house and taken all their belongings and stashed it in the barn? Definitely don't call Salt Lake City Police because they're not going to help. That's a civil matter. You couldn't call Ogden Auto Towing because they don't tow junk cars. And then you couldn't call Ogden Police either because that's a civil matter as well. But you could call Attorney Rob W. Peterson. He'll take care of it. Whoever's belongings the whoever those belongings belong to, he'll make sure that they never get them, because that's what happens. I guess when you're a lawyer, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what what I did specifically. That's like, do we have to go through the garage? Do we have to do this? Why are we doing this again? 
that, that's what polygamists do. That's how they run things. They lock you out, keep you from your stuff, and then they hope you go away. And here I am a year later. But I figured, hey, I figured if I can do Ogden Auto Toning, if I can do Utah Metalworks, if I can do, um, what, what are the other ones that I've done? Well, I did uh, Wasatch Metal Recycling just recently, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, I'm a local guide on Google Maps. I'm a level five, soon to be level six. That's an expert photographer as well, and also an expert reviewer. Thank you very much. So I figure, hey, I've, I've had some experience with Rob W. Peterson as an, he's an attorney, yeah. He uh, basically ruined my future. And him and eBay, eBay's the other one, him and eBay combined, I mean, it was like a double whammy. How am I supposed to, how am I supposed to get past that? Those two hurdles, uh, both a year apart. I couldn't be a real man. I tried to be a real man and get a job, but I couldn't do it. I didn't, I don't, I'm, I have a bird-like woman, feminine figure, feminine form. You know, I, I really can't imagine what it takes to possess someone besides uh, the obvious billable hours, but to lie about something like that and to really to ruin someone's future um, set me behind a lot of months, um, cost me a job. It, it's really kind of, it, it's sad that as long as you have money, you can pay a lawyer to lie for you and just make shit up. And if you don't, if you're not able to fight it, or if you're, if you don't take it seriously, like, okay, a stalking, okay, you're going to get a stalking injunction, okay. And then they do it. Yeah, have a job. Light him up in the court. Light him up. Let him have it. He, he's, he goes, so Rob W. Peterson, he goes, uh, man, he goes, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to get a stocking injunction. We didn't want to do this. We don't want to be here. I'm like, dude, so I, are you trying to say like I scheduled this hearing or like this is my fault? that I got a stalking injunction against myself, or, or what? We didn't want to do it, we didn't want to do it, but uh, he gave us no choice. We had to. The first question I asked during the hearing, the trial, and keep in mind, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a piece of shit lawyer who goes straight to hell and will lie for money and sell my soul. I still have some integrity. The first question I asked is I go, so what are you afraid of to this polygamist woman? I said, what exactly are you scared of? And da, 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 it's like the very first question. And she doesn't even know what the hell's going on. Just brain dead. She starts crying. He's telling me to, okay, okay, objection, you're on, objection, 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 like that, I crossed the line by asking what she was afraid of. And by her answer, nothing. So it was like, no, it wasn't my idea. I didn't force anyone. She's not even making sense. She, her answer wasn't even coherent. Oh, I better watch out. I'll probably never be able to get 
I'll make sure, Blaine, you never get a job here in Utah ever again. It's like, you've already done that, man. You've already done that. Objection. And then I think after that, just always trying to interrupt me and drone on about not being able to let go. It was freaking bizarre, man. It was a weird, one of the weirdest experiences to, to know that, like, Like, this is what they do. This is what attorneys do. This is what judges do. This is what attorneys and judges do. Like, what a waste of time. What an absolute waste of time. And even before I got fired, even before I got fired, I got the old, the line of, um, well, if you get it dismissed, uh, maybe we'll have you back. Maybe we'll take you back. If you get it, if you, if you get it taken care of soon enough, maybe we'll take you back. I scheduled the soonest hearing I could get. I think it was about a month out, yeah. No, it was two weeks out, it was about two weeks out. So I, I, got, I had it done, taken, dismissed in two weeks. Within two weeks time, I get it dismissed, I get the paperwork, I show the employer, my ex-employer, the one I got fired from, nothing, there's no response, no anything. I was like, damn it, man. Like, like, oh man, it's just, and it's one of those things, like, what could I have done differently? It's like, I guess not call the police and try and get my things. I guess, I don't know, it's what I could have done, but just how stupid, what a waste of time. What a waste of time to have all that paperwork filed to get the stalking injunction, like, issued, somehow, somehow, I don't know. Oh, I think, you know, I think what she did. So, yeah, me stalking her, uh, she's the one taking pictures of me trying to get my stuff, waiting to get my stuff, waiting for the police to get my stuff. Just sitting there waiting for the police. I'm not taking any pictures. I'm not recording anything. But... His client is his polygamous client is surely taking photos or doing something as proof that I'm just in in the branches and bushes in the shadows waiting, stalking. Yeah, I'm so sure. I didn't. I don't know that woman. Um, it it was just strange. The whole thing was just so strange, and. I mean, yeah, at one point, at one point I knew her, yeah, but I have no idea who she is now. I don't know what the hell. And no, I'm not involved in polygamy and I did not meet her through uh, polygamous sex, <laughs> various, various polygamous sex abroad. No, um, it's just kind of uh, met through acquaintances, but man, if I would have known, if I would have known that she was capable of being evil then no I would not have kept my belongings anywhere near that garage nowhere even close but hey that's what happened and that's what it was a life lesson it was hey here's here's what lawyers do here's what they do in the court system this is what they do this is what they spend their time doing 
um, making up fake shit and trying to ruin people's lives. It's horrible, man. It's horrible. I guess it's legal, I guess. I don't know. I, I didn't try and do, uh, pursue any, like, I probably should have, but I'm not sure what the statute of limitations is on that anyways. But I figured the reason why I didn't, um, it's because I'm pretty sure she liked the attention and she liked the, the, the idea that I am, like, trying to, I guess, communicate with her through legal means or, I don't know. That's my impression. I can't say that for sure, but that's what I was gathering. And I was like, if I push back on anything here, it's just another excuse for <laughs> Rob Peterson his polygamous client to be like see he really can't let go he's trying to retaliate he's trying to uh, recoup damages for losing his job he can't let go he can't stop thinking about you well, he must still be in love with you because he can't he can't let go we have to get another stocking injunction quick it's like okay so no i wasn't even gonna entertain that anymore i think it was more of like a circus it was a farce and yeah, so if, again, if you're looking for an attorney to ruin somebody's life at, at your expense, as long as, you're, as long as you're paying for those billable hours, you just point whose life you want to ruin, and Rob W. Peterson will do it for you. And he'll also represent nefarious polygamous practices. And while ruining lives. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care.